What's up, guys? Lucas Still here with Lucas Giolito. Um, we had a pretty good season this year. Mm -hmm. uh, we just want to dive in really quickly. I don't think it's any secret that you've mostly been a fastball changeup guy for the last year or two. Um, changeup's an elite, one of the best pitches in the league. Um, but I want to kind of dive into last offseason, we kind of had the goal of developing your slider. I know we kind of had some ups and downs with that and it progressed throughout the year, but just kind of off the bat, like how did you attack that? What did we get into? What did we do to try to develop that pitch? Yeah, uh, so like you said, I'm a fastball changeup guy. I throw predominantly heaters, change up off of that. I mean, I had starts two seasons ago where I would be fastball change up only and not even throw a breaking ball, uh, kind of two pitch guy if it worked out for me. But I knew coming into the last off season that I really wanted to develop my breaking balls, uh, specifically the slider, just because it's easier to land for a strike for me um, with the curveball with its amount of vertical movement, it's a little bit harder for me to land that pitch for a strike. So that's kind of a project that I was like, all right, I'm going to push that to next off season, that being now. Mm -hmm. But the goal with the slider was consistency for sure. Uh, I felt like in 2019, uh, I would have days that was, that were really good with the slider where like the release point, uh, was very consistent. Uh, it was close to my fastball and changeup release point. Uh, the, the break was exactly what I wanted and it would be a very effective pitch for me. But then there were also a ton of starts where it was like almost not usable because I'd get out there in the game and I wouldn't be able to find that release point. Uh, I'd be throwing them in the dirt. It would just be a difficult pitch to land and we'd kind of just run right back to the, the changeup as the go-to off speed. Right. So the goal in the offseason was to really find that consistent release point, um, which then in turn creates the type of movement I want to see, vertical, horizontal, uh, creates the kind of spin I want to see on a more consistent basis. So that way I can start to develop a more advanced feel for the pitch, which then leads to throwing more strikes with it. And it was definitely a tough project throughout the course of the off season. And then, you know, spring training one that gets shut down quarantine right. time where I'm not coming in here. Uh, I was, you know, pretty much respecting the full quarantine to the best of my ability. So, I mean, I was going and just like throwing sliders against the fence, right. no video, no anything, uh, just completely working off feel. Not a lot of feedback. Yeah, no, no, rap soda, no, no feedback whatsoever. It was all feel based. So I was uh, luckily able to get some good work in with it. Uh, but once we were able to start ramping back up in here again before going to spring training too or summer camp, uh, that's when I felt like I really made progress with it. Um, I mean, I, it kind of started with like mental cues going into throwing the pitch. So. I remember one of the first ones I used was like think about driving towards like the right-handed batter landing and then turning and ripping it yeah. and thinking almost sidearm just to allow my hand to get here instead of like constantly being behind it because that's kind of how I pitch. I'm super behind the ball, right. fastball and changeup. 
Uh, that kind of worked for a minute, but I, I knew that like, I wouldn't be able to just rely on this like big adjustment of like, okay, go this way and throw sidearm. Like that's kind of something that- It's kind of like a bandaid almost. Yeah, it's like I can use that to try and help develop field, but when it comes time to like be pitching in games, like I'm not gonna be able to think about that. That's just not me. So it literally was just reps, uh, work, um, you know, studying whatever data we were collecting. Uh, I, I obviously really liked the stuff we did with the slow-mo camera uh, to see, you know, I, especially like right after. So like, you know, I throw one and out of my hand, it feels good. And then we check the, check the footage and it's like, okay, cool. So I, I did stay here with it. That's where I want to be. And now I just need to continue to try and repeat that. Um, yeah, I felt like the slider was in a pretty good spot going into the season, but uh, just the amount of reps and, and work throughout the course of the season, I felt like it got better and better and better as Definitely. the year went on. Yeah, I mean, everything you said, and I think, at least from my perspective, one thing that might have been able to help you or kind of what we were fortunate enough here was we were able to, you know, earlier in the week, Monday, Tuesday, get on the mound, with the high-speed camera, with the rep soto, go over the footage, go over the field, make adjustments, whatever, get some reps in. And then on Saturdays, we were able to go out outside and get some live game type mm-hmm. uh, and see like, hey, can this actually play in a game? Like, is it transferring? Like, what adjustments can they go mm-hmm. back and make next Monday? So it's kind of like, you know, work on it, go test it. Work on mm-hmm. it, go test it. Um, but yeah, as you said, I know that I think I saw you start to like, go to it a little bit more as the year progressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember, I think it was the last inning of your no-hitter. You threw the slider like yeah. six or seven times that inning. And that was sort of a pitch that was, as you said, <clears throat> in years past, there were certain games you didn't throw it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again against against Oakland, the postseason was a good good pitch for you More too. sliders than change-ups in that game. Which is crazy. It was the only one all year. Yeah. If we would have sat yeah. here a year ago and said, hey, you're going to pitch in the postseason, you're going to throw more sliders and change-ups, you yeah. probably told me I'm crazy. Yeah. That's, yeah. I definitely wouldn't have thought that, but you know, facing different types of lineups, it'll call for different things. And, mm-hmm. and we knew going in that, you know, my changeup's a very good pitch and I will always go to it if need be. But the data we had on the athletics showed that my slider would probably play pretty well against them. And so did. we really tried to establish feel for it early and then we were able to use it uh, throughout the course of the game. Yeah. Um, the other thing that you, you, we've talked about before is that the velo is sort of a good indicator mm-hmm. of if you're where you need to be with that pitch. I think you said around like the 84 to 86, 87 range. Mm-hmm. Is that something that like in game you can throw a pitch and be like, oh, that felt good, but I saw it was 82, or are you not even thinking about that in game, or kind of what adjustments are you making pitch to pitch? Yeah, uh, I check velocity during the game a lot, um, kind of like out of habit. Uh, I don't really care too much about fastball velocity uh until later in the game because i want to see my velocity going up as the game goes on so like i'd much rather start 92 94 but then be finishing sitting 95 plus um you know when i am in a big situation you know at 80 90 100 plus pitches i want to be able to throw my best fastballs then so uh you know, I, I do like to check fastball velocity. Change up, I'm not too worried about because I, I know it's going to be in the low 80s. Um, 
the slider, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, my slider is definitely best in that, that mid-80s range. Um, I found that there are some games where I'd be throwing my slider harder. I had a, I remember recording like a couple 88s or 89s, but those ones, I think I'm just like behind the ball and I'm like almost mm -hmm. throwing like a cutter thing and right. it usually goes directly down into the dirt. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, the, the best movement, the best location, uh, most swings and misses, we're always in that like 84 mm -hmm. to 86, 87 range. Um, and so, you know, it's something that I'll look to and, and you know, if I, if I see that I threw one like 82, it's like, okay, I got to step on the gas a little bit more. Right. If I threw one like 88, then uh, if it wasn't nasty, then I know that, you know, maybe I'm, I'm trying to muscle too much, um, not just like letting the hand come through the right. way it should. I think, as you said, it's not velocity for the sake of velocity. It's sort of that checkpoint where like, hey, I know this pitch performs best mm -hmm. when it's in this range. If it's not in this range, maybe either I go away from it this ending and then work on it next, or maybe I need to, like you said, oh, that one, I was throwing it too hard, so I was behind mm -hmm. it. Or maybe I'm not, maybe I'm babying it just a little bit, trying to get in mm -hmm. the zone. Um, but going back to your point, too, about fastball increasing throughout the game, I remember, I think it was the, no, the complete game. You know, hitter, you, your last fastball was 97 mm -hmm. or 98. So you had that gas still at a pitch 105, 106, whatever it was, mm -hmm. um, being able to last the whole game. Uh, last thing I just want to say, too, is that being able to have that slider, I think for you especially, is such a benefit because, you know, you're a gross pitcher, but if you're just fastball changeup, guys can try to guess, right? Yep. Um, and I think I was – you're throwing us the Indians once this year, and there's a couple mm -hmm. times where you could just tell they were selling out for changeup. Yes. But now it's like, hey, I got three pitches. You can't really sit changeup. You can't sit fastball. So, yeah, I mean, the times I saw you this year where you had all three, you're pretty much unhittable. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a good message for kids at home, the fact that you had in 19 a phenomenal year, all-star year, and you still attacked that offseason. Like, hey, I need to get better. I mm -hmm. need to fix this. So never stop improving. Um, we can get into more of this stuff later, but we'll kind of wrap it up for now. But you got any final thoughts? On this yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, you know, my, I, I talked to a lot of veteran guys when I was fortunate enough to be able to go to the All-Star game in 19. And the, like, resounding message when I was asking for advice and, and you know, all that good stuff about having a nice long MLB career, the biggest piece of advice that see, I seem to get that from everybody mm -hmm. was never ever be content. You can always make something better, always search for improvements, and you do that until the day you retire. Like there's, you, know, you can go and win the Cy Young, but then if you just sit on your ass the next off season, you're going to regress. Right. So you always want to be chasing, you know, something to improve yourself as a pitcher. And so I, I really took that to heart, and, and I think that that is the way that you have to move throughout your career if you want it to be long and successful. Um, yeah, I mean, I could talk for a yeah. while, but yeah, I appreciate it for sure. Yeah, uh, thanks for coming on. Definitely, mm -hmm. uh, maybe next time we can talk about what you're doing for this offseason. Absolutely. Uh, let's get after it, man. All appreciate right, sounds you. Sounds good. Thanks, Lucas.